0: Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto. You're watching your Daily Crypto News and Updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. I'm here Monday through Friday and I explain crypto on Web3 while keeping you up to date on all the latest. Today's news stories are, I share my thoughts on where prices are and where prices are going of Bitcoin and all the other altcoins. I also share my timeline opinion and what coins I think might make it through the bear market. New theories emerge regarding the crypto market crash. A familiar villain to the common person is behind one of these theories. And I share some graphs and charts on on what's happening with Bitcoin and price in general. So not to worry, I'll explain it all. But first, if you like or don't like the content, please let me know by leaving a comment below. If you're listening on podcasts, please give me a rating. Five stars is preferable. And follow me. If you're watching on YouTube, please smash the subscribe button, ring the bell. It helps support the channel and it doesn't cost you anything. Just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. You can use the links below to do your own research. All right. So I hope my explanation yesterday of what what has gone down in crypto was easy to understand. If not, please leave a comment below or on yesterday's episode. Well, crypto has not recovered and likely will not, in my opinion. I actually think that we will experience more pain. I say this, but let me explain. If Bitcoin continues to slide further, that can get a little hairy. Like, it could get really bad if Bitcoin goes down really low. But I'm not sure Bitcoin will slide more than 20% from where it is. Uh, it's just over 31000 so that would take us to about $25,000. I'm making a call that let's say $24,000 is, is the absolute floor. But I think that we will likely not see anything below twenty nine thousand or very far below twenty nine thousand. I think we are not we are at or near a bottom for Bitcoin. But I do think the altcoins are going to take a bath. I think non Bitcoin and non ETH coins are going to tank. So I do think Bitcoin Ethereum will hold on to their value more so than altcoins. But like if if Bitcoin goes down another twenty percent, I mean you could see. 30, 40, 50% drop of altcoins, especially if we go into a deeper bear market or crypto winter. I also believe we may be in a period where the altcoins that are weak will get shaken out. The developing team of these projects will dwindle along with the value of the token. What happens uh, has happened in the past and what a lot of people are expecting will happen is basically... These projects will start to run out of money and uh, they won't be able to raise money because venture capitalists during a bear market will be less, in theory, would be investing less money in it because they'd be worried about the return on investment. And then they might have to sell coins to raise money to continue funding their operations as they build out their network or their business or their project or whatever, build out the token and its uses. Because that costs money, and so that should, in theory, cause them to sell the coin, and then that should cause the price to plummet, and then you could see the the team that's behind it dwindle. Maybe some developers who aren't excited anymore, they want to move on to another project, and then all together, it's just it's just abandoned. And then a bunch will not come back when the markets turn around, like those. Like ones I'm explaining. The ones that come back will be stronger and have strong fundamentals. I think the following coins will make it through the bear market. Link, Chainlink, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Algorand, Solana, Matic, Cosmos, and Polkadot. Oh, and sorry, and Cardano, XMR... And I would have said Luna, but I don't think so now, but more on that in a bit. So Chainlink is an Oracle blockchain and they store tons of data and Amazon Web Services and a bunch of other big names are using them. Bitcoin is, gonna, is like gold, uh, is digital gold. Ethereum is the largest network with the most applications built on it and has the most uses. And I think that'll stick around. Algorand is a competitor to Ethereum and is considered the banker's token. I think that'll be around because of the people involved behind it. Solana is a layer one blockchain. And I think that'll be around because that's going to give Ethereum a run for its money. Matic and Cosmos and DOT are interoperable change. And they're focused on increasing transaction speed and helping other chains connect. To each other so think of those those are like layer one well polka dot calls them layer zero but i mean layer two but polka dot calls themselves a layer zero but anyway these are uh cardano is another layer one that'll give ethereum some run for its money the cardano could probably use another bear market to continue to build out because they had the least adoption uh of these of these l1s and the least it, people are very loyal to cardano though especially considering it's like carbon zero or negative uh, protocols and how it runs so i think that'll be around xmr is a privacy coin and i definitely think that'll be around all right as far as timelines go i think a rebound will come earliest this fall i think it's going to be a brutal winter a brutal summer uh the latest that we'll see the rebound and maybe next fall yeah I think that's the latest. So sometimes between this fall and next fall, I think new toy new tokens will skyrocket that we haven't even heard of yet. And some of these new coins could be big winners, making more Amazon warehouse managers, millionaires, like in Inu. I do see a strong possibility of some crazy hype happening again, but I also think those stories will get less and less. I believe that the market will stabilize over time. The market is discovering the value. <coughs> This is why you always look at the floor prices, the lower numbers and the swings. Like when you're looking at the price and it's going up, down, up, down, don't look at the number at the top, look at the number of the down, the lower numbers and the swing should give you an idea of what the market thinks these assets are worth. If you look at the high, the top number, oh, it hit this number blah, blah. Well, that's when you catch a serious case of FOMO and get swallowed up by the hype that is not how you look at price. What are your thoughts about this? What are you holding and what do you love? Please leave a comment below. Okay, so yesterday I discussed the reason behind the market crash where China's zero COVID policy messing with supply chains. Every time there's someone that has COVID, they like shut down a port or a warehouse. That's bad for supply chains. in Ukraine is messing up supply chains as well. There, there are some commodities that uh, Ukraine and Russia – export that the world can't get their hands on and it's also making people fearful of a bigger war to come there's also inflation worries people are really worried about inflation the inflation means that your your dollars can buy less goods tomorrow than they can today because the value of your dollar is going down a price of bread goes up price of soda goes up price of everything goes up Quantitative tightening, which is interest rates going up, making money more expensive to borrow and making debt more expensive to service, which means people need more cash, which means people spend less money, which makes inflation even worse and makes recession even more likely and worse. And of course, the money printer is winding down overall fear from these things listed above, and finally, the UST Luna attack. This is what I believe, and based on my research, is the reason for the price class as well. I have some information on this new theory I want to share with you. So I'm just going to share my screen. All right, and if you're listening on podcasts, you can just share just read uh click the first link or or and read along or you can just follow author Ruholamin Hakshanas reports for crypto news conspiracy theories abound as terra tries to save ust this author does a decent job at explaining the theory behind about citadel being behind the attack i reported on yesterday well here is new information i'm just going to go through some of this stuff here with you all right Bitcoin trader Jacob Canfield exp- expanded on the theory that Citadel was the culprit of the UST DPEG. He claimed that the investment firm borrowed a large amount of Bitcoin, traded some for UST, and started dumping its BTC and UST. So give you a real quick update. Uh, refresher, USD, or sorry, UST is t- or Terra is a stable coin. And Luna is... Uh, a cryptocurrency. And there's a relationship between Luna and Terra that helps keep the peg to a dollar. That's the theory anyway, like how they created the algorithm. Well, they also put some Bitcoin in their treasury as a reserve asset to support the value of the dollar or support the value of their stablecoin, which is supposed to be at a dollar. So, this is saying that uh, Citadel borrowed $100,000, 100,000 Bitcoin. They traded 25 Bitcoin for UST. So, they get the dollar version of that. They open up a short position and start dumping 75,000 Bitcoin aggressively. Once Bitcoin reached 30,000, they started dumping UST to make it lose its peg. Now, Quan is, Quan is the founder of, uh, and creator of Terra and Luna. Now, Quan is forced to sell twenty-five thousand Bitcoin at a major loss to recover the peg, further dumping the price of BTC. Meanwhile, Citadel is shorting all the way. Basically, this is saying that Citadel has enough money to make to cause turmoil in the market because this is pretty still a pretty small market uh, relative to the traditional financial banking system. And let's see, I'm going to go through some of these tweets here so there's like a lot of people are saying terrorist system is insolvent and it's saying uh let's see here yeah so like um here we go. I don't even think Doquan thinks it's fully decentralized right now, but it's something we are all building towards. The Bitcoin mechanism literally wasn't ready in time. So they were supposed to have $10 billion worth of Bitcoin and the treasury, and they only got to like two or three. And so they had to sell it all. They had to sell most of it. and and But they said they're already putting capital to work to restore the peg. And but this, so basically there's an argument going on in Twitter, on Twitter saying, like, hey, UST was attacked, but that just shows that it's weak. Why would I want to use it? And that would explain why Luna, the respective currency that's supposed to help balance the, the stablecoin out, is plummeting because less people want to hold it. They don't see the benefit of holding it. And let's see. Um last clip uh, okay so let's see what else i got for you so i just read through these all these brief previously so i just wanted to like show you but uh basically there's a whole group of people that think citadel is behind this why do they think citadel is behind this i haven't seen any proof whatsoever that that's what's happening is this something that they would they would do i think that It's not outside of the wheelhouse of any market maker, hedge fund, whatever, Wall Street type. Uh, To do something like this, they see an opportunity and they take it. Now, maybe they want to get into crypto, so they want to try to crash crypto. And, uh, I mean, 100,000 Bitcoin. I'm going to do some math real quick. 100,000. And it was trading at, I don't know, 38,000, 40,000, so why not? Let's see. That's... $3.8 $3.8 billion. So Citadel to make this move would have had to put up $3.8 billion. Would they have done that? I don't know. Um, but regardless of whether Citadel did it or not, now what's happening is these theories are popping up, which makes sense. It's a big move. It's a lot of money. There was that mystery wallet I talked about yesterday at $84 million that started dumping Dumping the coins as they're being moved around in liquidity pools, which would which would be negatively impact them if you pull liquidity out. So if you start selling and there's not enough on the not enough people on the other side, it causes the price to go down because you're like, you got to find somebody to be like, Hey Robert, will you buy my Luna? I'm like, No, I don't want your Luna, but like. Well, what if I give you a ten percent discount? Like, nah, twenty percent discount, nah, thirty percent. Okay, thirty percent discount, I'll take you, Luna, from you. So that's what happens in theory. I mean, very simplistic version. So, and now there's all these people saying basically, Luna and UST are whack, and I don't want anything behind it. It's got some loyalty here. It says, um, it says sharks have smelled blood now. My guess is Luna will need to do, redesign their model to become more resilient. Can't. Can't just repeg and move on. Good thing they have some of the most create crypto native and well capitalized folk in their corner to help them. Well, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't really agree with that. I don't see how they can make they can come back from this. But maybe they will. What are your thoughts? Please let me know. And. I just love going through this stuff, so I understand it all. There may be some truth in here, but when the markets are down, I need a distraction, something to help me be patient. I have this show to keep me occupied. What do you do to keep yourself from checking the price? I mean, that's a pretty big, important thing during times like this. Leave a comment below. Let me know. Well, I enjoy surfing through Twitter and Reddit, reading what other people are thinking. The conspiracy theories are very entertaining. Not always what we want to hear, but entertaining nonetheless. I think people blame Citadel and Wall Street because they are the villain in the crypto story. And it, the whole concept is to take out the middle people and not want to have to deal with banks or government in, involvement. I think that, I think that the community is changing and growing. And I don't think that I think eventually with mainstream adoption, you're going to have a compromise and, and, but like I think that it's just very easy to blame these people that have all this money and power and influence, and maybe rightfully so to a certain degree. Um, absolutely, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Leave a comment below. Let's talk a little more about price before we wrap it up. All right. Uh, author Kanav Jain reports for AMB Crypto, Bitcoin and Bitcoin. Bitcoin, Bitcoin support short-term price action looks bleak, but here's what to look out for. I'm gonna go over these some of these things here. Um, all right, so this first chart shows Bitcoin exchange inflow volume. You can see a ton of a ton of Bitcoin were kind of being pushed on to put onto the market during this market collapse. So it looks like people were it says this indicates um, selling pressure in the market fueled by negative sentiments from crypto crash and global fiscal policies. So basically, this is like people putting their Bitcoin onto the markets and at while it's crashing, I'm assuming to sell it. How, and then look at this one market value realized, market value to realize value ratio. Okay. So I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend like I know exactly understand this exactly, but you can see the gray line is the price and the orange line is is the market value to realize market value ratio. And it looks like if you look at the chart historically, it precedes or, or, and, or mirrors the price. So when you see a big collapse in this market value to realize market value ratio, you can see a drop in price. Well, and you, and it always look things always look to kind of meet up and kind of get back in parity with each with each other. So there could be more short term pain to come because you can see this big gap in here, and that's and I'm and I'm not I'm just reporting the news. I've read this whole thing already, and this is how they explain it. So I'm just explaining it to you how it's explained here. Uh, Bitcoin number of exchange withdraws so this number is really fascinating uh back since uh let's see for like end of april the market was the the industry everyone was taking their coins off you can see that number that's pretty crazy number interesting All right. Okay. Uh so anyway, yeah. So a ton of people so there's still while there, there were people put a ton of bitcoin on the mark onto exchanges, this could have been citadel borrowing and dropping a ton of bitcoin onto the, a ton of bitcoin onto the market onto the exchanges so that they could sell it. Or a bunch of people were freaking out and put their Bitcoin on. But at the same time, we've seen a record increase, a decrease of Bitcoin. This is exchange outflows. This number is skyrocketing upwards. People are taking it off of the exchanges and putting it in cold wallets to protect it. But you can also see that it slowed down a little bit uh, during this recent collapse. So and then it says, so it seems like Bitcoin should be able to survive in the near term but a safe future could be on the horizon with increasing institutional retail options, retail adoption. Sorry. So what do you think about all this? Uh, this, I explained uh, my opinions about price. I explained what coins I think will make it through. I explained when, when I think that crypto is going to make a rebound. I also shared with you some more theories about what's going on. It does look like some, somebody with a lot of money was playing and around, and that caused some movements that created some sphere in the market. And people started trading and selling. And when the market drops this much, there's usually liquidations of, of certain types of uh, uh, short certain types of positions, which forces sales. So it's like a, it's like a snowball effect, like an avalanche. Like it just kind of like builds and builds and builds, it gets more and more powerful. And uh, so hopefully prices have stabilized. By now and it looks like we're still trending in the direction of stability as far as like people holding their coins price of course is being impacted due to people holding on their coins less coins being on the market being making it easier to manipulate as well as a ton of fear out there i mean at the end of the day the stock market's down it's not that weird that crypto's down either uh, when it's macro issues so what do you think about this please leave me let me know leave a comment below and i'll try to make these a little shorter but something to do with talking about this stuff i feel like it's it's there's a lot to talk about anyway leave a comment below let me know what you think uh please follow me subscribe leave a comment below it helps support the channel it doesn't cost you anything and take care have a good day huddle on